What's up, listeners? You are listening to Cast, a podcast focused on co-op and multiplayer gaming experiences. Our hosts are Caleb, myself, Jay, what's up, and Chug. Mm. So the gym's open this week, and we went back for the first last time week. in three... Oh, last week? Last week, yeah. Well, we went back for the first time in three months, mm-hmm. and we are literally dying right it's now. So it's so bad. Yeah. I can't put my arms down. It's so yeah. annoying. Our Chug says he uh, he pulled something. I feel like I did. I, I like I can't put my arms above my head, and my chest just is killing me. Yeah, and the thing is, is we're all doing like a quarter of the weight, a quarter yeah. of the percentage of the weight that we used to be able to do. I thought I was taking it easy too. Yeah, and it's harder than the weight that we were doing. It's like exactly. Mm-hmm. And I like I think it's been two days since I've been there, and I'm not ready to go back yet. It's been I'll, like I'll, three for us. I'll probably yeah. go back tomorrow, but. It's crazy, actually. And apparently, you know what's weird? They mm. require you to wear masks on the treadmill, but I saw a peop- couple people without masks. Well, on the treadmill? When I was on the yeah. treadmill, I a lot of times I would pull the mask down to actually like breathe better. I had to do that, too. I wasn't it, even running. I had to do I, that. I was running. It was terrible, but it was I had to pull it down. I wonder if that... that I think that was like one of the reasons why I didn't stay as long was because I had trouble breathing in the mask. Well, what's weird is out. they have every other machine, like like treadmill, cardio machine. They have like the the caution tape, like yeah. so you can't go on every like every other one. So I don't get why they, they still require you to wear a mask on it. I don't get it too. Jay, you were talking about that. Uh, apparently, you have that disease now. Disease? No. Oh no, there's a disease. <laughs> it's, it starts with an R. It's not a disease. It's like a condition. But apparently, your muscles start to deteriorate in your body if you overwork them. Mm-hmm. And you literally pee it out. That's so weird. That sounds horrible. Wasn't that the first thing you looked well, up? Yeah, I'm like, came I looked up why can't I put my arms down after a workout, was and it, that was the first thing that came up. And I was like, oh no. Was it Web WebMD? It probably was. You have like cancer. That. It's like everything. <laughs> it's like you're gonna be dead next week. Yes. When I was at the gym the other day, I, I forgot to tell you this, Chug. I was laying on the bench because I was benching, and this mm-hmm. guy came up like right above me, and he leaned down and looked at looked me in the eye. What? He didn't have a mask on. He's like. Are you using this weight? I'm like, no, you can have it. Um, While you were on the bench. <laughs> yeah, he leaned over and stared me in the eye. <laughs> That's the That's weirdest creepy. thing. I didn't know what was going on. It was weird because out of the corner of my eye, it looked like Ricky at first. So I <laughs> thought it was someone I knew, and so I looked up, and it was this weird guy. Cue the law and order screen. <laughs> <laughs> Special victims unit. Yes. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah, some people are super strange, mm-hmm. yeah. especially at the gym, too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just happy to be back, though. I know. It's actually really nice. It feels good. Yeah. We've been dormant for too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in our hibernation, basically. Yeah. I mean, we got to play a lot of fun games over the break, though. Yeah. We did. Actually, today I'm starting Last of Us Remastered, which I'm really excited about. I that is a really it. good game. La- well, okay, so Last of Us basically is my favorite game, and I'm playing Remastered because I'm playing Last of Us 2. I was going to wait for until I get the PS5, but ba- basically I can't wait anymore. Like it's a PlayStation I, I, exclusive, so yeah, I have to play. Like I have to play it, and so I'm gonna play ra- remastered first for a couple of days, and then I think Friday Last of Us Two is coming in, so I'm gonna play through that. And I'm, it's weird. Like I, I know about the leaks personally, so in in like I don't agree with them, but from what I've been hearing, it's almost like you have to go into the game with an open mind. Mm-hmm. Like, in order to really kind of, like, take in the experience. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see how it goes, but I'm not, I'm going to go in with an open mind. Like, 
all things aside, I'm going in well, taking last time. You're supposed to do that. With yeah, game. it's just that you almost want to fanboy for a while, like just like or chug with G Fuel. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> hey. She feels better than gamer subs. I mean, I agree, mm, but I you agree. Never but tried gamer subs. I tried it. You did. He, the, he tried the lemonade. the lemonade one, which is the worst. It tasted oh. like it had like a slight medicine. The, the dragon fruit one is actually good. I actually enjoyed it. Okay, that was. But still, I if I was to purchase something, I like I couldn't bring myself to get gamer subs. Yeah, no. But at first, Chug was like, nothing beats G Fuel ever. Yeah, and I will never let anything beat G Fuel. Well, that's just because I just I just love G Fuel so much. But but yeah. you know what? But it's. It's good because there should be other companies coming up challenging G Fuel. That way, there's bring competition. Their price down. Right, bring their price down, up their uh, ingredients. That's how it should be. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There should be competitors so that it's increasingly getting better for the consumer. I per- I personally won't buy gamer subs, but you yeah, know, I think it's good. I think it's good. For yeah, that. it was pretty decent. Yeah, they sent me another free sample randomly that I didn't ask for. Nothing's yeah. going to beat Lingonberry though. Lingonberry is awesome. Yeah, I'm drinking that right now. <laughs> I yeah, actually want to get that next. We all, yeah, it's so good. We all have lingonberry right now, and Coke Energy. <laughs> no, I have a Coke double energy. energy over there. I thought you said uh, cutting out sugar. It's huh? zero sugar, Kim. It's zero sugar. Are you sure? Yes, zero sugar. <laughs> diet, diet. Yes. I don't I'm know. Maybe it's a or whatever that is. All right, back to Last of Us. <laughs> yeah, Last of Us. So yeah, Jay, you're playing it too, right? This week. I'm playing The Last of Us 2, not two, the first uh, one. That's what I mean, yeah. Two. Yeah, I, I've only played the first one once, but that mm-hmm. one time I did play it, it was incredible. It's a really it's, good game. It's probably one of my favorite games. Yeah. I still yet have to play it, too. You really do. You probably can after. Yeah, definitely. After I finish the second one. But the gameplay of the second one looks really good from what I've seen so it far. It does. The graphics look incredible. Yeah, they do. It's so impressive. Mm-hmm. Too bad it's not the PS4 Pro we're playing on, but... Yeah. Yeah, neither am I, but still... It's really impressive what they can pull off. Yeah. I mean, for the first game, when we played it on PS3, we didn't even notice that it was 30 frames, really. Oh, yeah. I mean, we were we were used to it, but, like, forever. I mm-hmm. mean, we, we were, we'd never even, like, been exposed to, like, 60, I don't think. Well, if Naughty Dog made PC games, That's what we were talking about the other day. you realize how much better it would look? I mean, it, it, would, it would look the same, okay? It would look but amazing. It well, would yeah. have the PC aspect of it. Because they have more room to grow but the thing but one thing that i was thinking is that they have more room to grow but it's like what the whole like little big planet thing they were given a set amount of tools for the ps4 they make the game for the playstation so they know what they're working with Mm -hmm. and they have they're uh, they're they're tuned in on that one console so they know what they can do with it yeah and if they were to go with pc they'd have to tackle all sorts of different issues that didn't exist yeah higher refresh rates they have to tackle keyboard and mouse inputs Mm -hmm tons of different hardware and it would just limit what they're able to do mm-hmm. and so i can understand why they limit their exclusives to ps4 yeah and i don't think that they're they're not triple a i think they're double a correct no, i, think I they're don't know AAA. they're probably triple a they did uncharted yeah uncharted oh, uncharted series is amazing i still have yet to play the fourth one but i haven't played any of those games i think they published their own games too as well mm-hmm. do they mm-hmm. yeah i believe so yeah but every one of their games that i've seen is just incredible yeah they do a really good job actually mm-hmm. so that's why i was kind of i don't know i'm i won't say anything i'm i'm just excited to get my hands on it and start it so we'll and you can ha- play it in 60 frames though for the first time yeah mm-hmm. actually yeah because i'm playing the remastered that's gonna hmm. it's gonna be interesting yeah i think there's a mode on there that's cinematic mode where you can turn it to 30 hmm what does that to do to make it look better it just makes it go to 30 frames per second as opposed to 60 oh. it doesn't look better it's just some people want 30 frames apparently hmm. huh 
Well, it's kind of aren't odd. movies like in twenty seven frames or something? Twenty four, like twenty four point yeah. three or something weird like that. Hmm. But that's a movie. You yeah. don't need to control it. Yeah. And so right. when player input comes into play, you need that responsiveness. Cutscenes sometimes are in twenty four frames per second, hmm. but even then, it looks jumpy because it it goes from sixty to twenty four. Yeah. I like it when the cutscenes in games they're smooth. Yeah. Like smooth as butter. Yeah. Uh, the game we're talking about today is called A Plague Tale Innocence, which yeah. is actually, it reminded me a lot of, or not a lot, but at least a little bit of The Last of Us. Right. I had Last of Us vibes while playing it. So essentially what the game is about is that it follows the story of a sister and a brother. The The sisters, is uh, uh, her name's Amicia. That's the character you play as. Right. Amicia is the character you play as. And you play as them both. You play, yeah, well, you play as them both somewhat. But mainly your focus is on Amicia and Hugo. So it's kind of set in an alternate history type setting. Mm -hmm. It's like 1390 something. Mm -hmm. During the bubonic plague. But it's got a twist to it. So it's got all the kind of like a supernatural vibe to it. But it's really interesting. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I did get Last of Us vibes. The the kid Hugo, he has a disease in his blood. I forget what it was called. Wait, I have it. Um, uh, Prima Macula. Prima yeah. macula. So basically, essentially what this what this prima macula is, is it's a hereditary disease that kind of follows through a family's bloodline, and it comes up every time there's a, basically a pandemic. I think they mentioned it in the game. Like, the disease is, it's not evil or good. Basically, its purpose is to bring change to the world. It's supposed mm-hmm. to evolve the world. So it's kind, of like, it's kind of like the, like, brings balance to everything. Right. Like, every time there's a huge plague this prima macula comes through the blood of a family. Mm-hmm. And when it comes up, it brings change and evolves the world. But whoever the carrier is, is technically the controller of the plague. Right. Well, there's like these thresholds that they have to pass. Mm-hmm. Each threshold is a new layer of control. Right. And there's a cha- there's a high chance of the person dying if they can't... Control it. Right. If they can't go through that threshold or break that threshold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the premise of the whole game is you play as Amicia and her little brother... Hugo is always there with her, mm-hmm. almost always there. And you basically control them both at the same time. Right. Sometimes you have to have Hugo go through a door and unlock it so Amicia can get in. I actually liked when the game utilized that. Yeah, exactly. It was only in the beginning, though. Not necessarily. You can tell him to go and grab, like, a stick or something. Not because necessarily. It's mostly not, towards the very beginning. Yes. When you're running away from But I like that aspect of it. That it really interests me, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, another thing in the it's towards the beginning of the game. Actually, you know what? The whole game, but especially in the beginning, is the leaves, the greenery, mm-hmm. the trees, the forest. Everything looks incredible. The game yeah. is amazing. One thing I really liked about that is the first scene of the game takes place in this forest. Mm. It's all happy and and really beautiful. Yeah. But the game's called A Plague Tale, and you know that it's about yeah. to take a really dark turn. Mm-hmm. And so, right in the middle of that scene, it just all of a sudden the game just changes like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it, all of a sudden it's, it's almost like a horror game almost. Well, yeah. After yeah. that one point, if you, I'm not going to say it cause it's kind of a spoiler, but like, um, like after that initial section that you guys, you guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, you're running away and you just, the world starts shaking and exploding and all these rats are coming out of the ground, things like that. That's when it took that dark turn. Right. It became apocalyptic almost. But the cool thing about it is they keep that beautiful, like layer along with that dark feel to it 
Yeah, there'll be a couple scenes where you're in the sewers or something, and there's rats trying to eat you. Mm-hmm. But you go out of the sewers, and you're outside, and like the moon is shining down on you, and you're just in this really beautiful forest. I really yeah. enjoyed the rat nests. I don't know. It was just something about going into the rat nests it, and like looking around. It's just it, you see all the bodies on the walls and things like that. It's yeah. It's like the rat nests. I don't know. I didn't really like pay too much attention to them, but I did get like a what they were going for is like a creepy vibe to it, and it did give you that because you're literally in a rat nest. And what's cool about it is, um, well, rats are a huge part of the game, which we'll talk about later, but. Basically, every time you see the rats or like something, some something big would happen with the rats, the like there would be an instrument like a violin and it would make this like really squeaky sound. Yeah. So it would correlate like directly with that. And then you it's just like it just added to like all the layers. The that, atmosphere. Like, it, the atmosphere. It's just like creepy. And but what's cool know. about the rat nests is it's t- entirely made up of human bodies. If you notice that. Yeah, I think uh, they mentioned bones. that towards the end. Yeah. Bones, right? Yeah, yeah, human bones. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned the string instruments. I mentioned that in my buyer pass. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole soundtrack is very ominous. It's in, it's actually incredible. You have this creepy feeling the entire game, like mm-hmm. something bad is about to happen. And the soundtrack is almost perfect for the game. Yeah. yeah similar you, to Vampire, actually. Actually, it's the same composer as oh, the really? composer mm-hmm. that made Vampire. Uh, very cello heavy, very basic orchestra. But they utilize a, like a lot of the like weirder aspects of the instruments and make it like give you that really creepy vibe. That's like it gives you goosebumps. Wait, what is that one instrument that is like it has a handle and it has a circle around the bass and basically it has these little like what is it? It's probably a percussion instrument. Well, no, no, it's made to make weird ominous noises. Oh, is it the horror instrument? It's the horror instrument. Yeah. Is it the one that you like play it with airwaves? Yeah, you use a metal no, pole. Not that oh, no, 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 no. You use a metal oh. pole and you, you like basically use it like a mini xylophone. You pull the pole over the metal pieces. Oh. And it makes that like weird yeah, sound. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But they about. didn't use something like that for they this didn't. game. They didn't. It was all the string instruments. Yeah. Like the, the violin just screeching. Well, that's noise. what I'm saying. They use a lot of like abstract areas of the instrument to create this, to add to the atmosphere. Which so I people think are just really, really talented in doing this type of yeah. stuff. Yeah. But that's even like when you, Chuck, when you first got the game, you were saying that the soundtrack is amazing. And then it we is. both looked it up and we found out that it's the same composer as Vampire. I know. It's really interesting, actually. The sound design is really good, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was watching you finish the game last night and mm-hmm. you were AFK for a little bit. And I was just listening to your stream, like in the background. Right. I heard birds chirping, animals in the woods. I heard the wind blowing and fire crackling and all that. Yeah. It sounded really good and really immersive. Which I think that a lot of games kind of ignore. Yeah, exactly. Which is kind of disappointing because that is kind of an unseen, obviously unseen area in games that kind of add, it adds to the atmosphere, it adds to the immersion. But it's like those little details that they put into the game that really like adds to it. It's like one of those games where you need to wear headphones to yeah. get your full... The full experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the rats, actually. It's obvious the they spent a lot of work on that system. I know. And it's, it's optimized, crazy. too, surprisingly. Yeah. I didn't get no, any frame no drops frame in the rats. I had one, but that was about it. Really? Mm-hmm. It was that one specific part. I forget what, what it was. Was but it the big rat nest? Maybe. But basically, the rats in this game, I don't know if there are thousands, but there they're very well might be. I think oh, yeah. maybe... Um, Definitely t- hundreds. The end of the game. End yeah. of the game, I'd say thousands. There were literally thousands of rats on screen at one time. Mm-hmm. 
and they'll just gang up on you and eat you eat you if you come too close to them. But if you have fire, it they are like they're scared of yeah, light. Yeah, scared of fire. Light Did you ever notice fire, yeah. that if you have fire and you corner a bunch of rats, they'll disappear. Yeah, they just kind of turn into smoke almost. Yeah. Which that's kind of a creative way to handle that because yeah, otherwise, what are they gonna do? Just disappear. Mm-hmm. And the good thing is, like the those rats are the supernatural kind of aspect of the game, so it kind of like. You can kind of write it off. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. them just disappearing or whatever. Yeah. Or like burning into flames or whatever. I mean, the game really isn't about realism. Right. The, like the main focus of the game is the story. So they took a lot of avenues that kind of suspend belief with the gameplay. Right. So it fits the story. Like the boss fights, they're so incredibly slow. Yes. And they they almost drag on. So there are a few, there are a few boss fights in the game, which me and Jay were talking about this last night. I f- there's... There's a sense that the game doesn't really know what it really is. Yes. Like, it mm-hmm. struggles with what they're going for. And the boss fights was one of those things that, personally, I didn't enjoy. It's almost like they try to do Dark Souls-like boss fights in the middle of a story-based game. Right. Yeah. And it's like, like okay, for instance, the puzzles, they fit. Because I can see that in a game like this. Like, the puzzles, there are puzzles in the game, and they're nothing crazy or intricate. They don't make you feel smart when you solve them. Yeah. yeah. And you're it's like, kind of I'm kind of like stupid because... They left this for you in this specific spot. Yeah, yeah you're kind of just going through the motions of playing. The it's game, almost like pretty much. filler in a way. But yeah, yeah, but yeah, they they try to do boss fights and they try to like add in some of the other aspects that don't really work. Well, the dodge button you only use that in the first. What boss even fight. is the dodge button? I don't know. It's 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 like thrown in, and I completely forgot about it. I th- yeah, I think you could actually dodge away from enemies, like normal enemies that attack you. But I forgot about it, and the game never reminded me of it again. Well, what's weird mm-hmm. is, why would you need to dodge away when you could just chuck one of those, like, uh, either the things that take their helmet off or the no, things that attract the rats? No, if they're sprinting at you already, you can oh, dodge okay, away from them. But the and guys then, with the shields, though. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's probably yeah. best for those, but I'm not 100% sure. Actually, now that you mention that, there is a... So there's crafting in the game, and then there's... Alchemy. A- alchemy, yeah, in the game. The crafting, me and Jay were talking about this, it's kind of useless honestly mm-hmm. you you can go through the entire game and not craft a single thing and you could still finish it just fine yeah i'll say one thing though you crafting is useful about like a quarter to halfway point because personally i upgraded my my sling which is your main actually weapon aside from the alchemy stuff i upgraded it to where it was faster and i could hold more storage but after that point i completely forgot about the crafting you can actually upgrade the sling to the point where it doesn't make any noise when you throw it Oh, wow. So you can take out enemies easier. You don't have to do it, though. Yeah. So it's kind of an added thing if someone really wants to just be a completionist. Yeah. Yeah, and I was actually going to ask, Chuck, did you use the crafting a lot? I actually did. I I got that upgrade where, you know, when you actually have to make an upgrade, you have to find a tool first, yeah. and then you have to get everything. Mm-hmm. There's an upgrade that you can get that negates the tool. You actually don't have to find a tool to upgrade. Hmm. So you, it's easier to upgrade every time. Even then, though, I always found every upgrade station there was, there was always one tool laying nearby. Yeah. Yeah. They but give I it did to craft a lot, though. Yeah. I found myself in, like, trying to use different things in different situations. Like, um, like maybe you have to use Ignifer, which is the fire. Mm-hmm. And it starts things on fire, like, like campfires and lights. Well, okay, well, we have to separate it because there's the crafting, which upgrades your 
your let's say like your storage or your sling and then there's the alchemy the alchemy i found myself using all the whole time the game is yeah you have to use alchemy you, it's heavily centered around that but we're yeah, talking what about you said before um yeah upgrading the sling and then upgrading the storage for your ammunition yeah. and did all you the like, alchemy items did you use the did you use that sense of the crafting a lot i upgraded those two things to the max but most things hmm. i maybe did one or two yeah i didn't really focus i on think that. for most people it's kind of like that side of the crafting was kind of thrown in. But I mean, yeah. it's I mean, I guess it's good that they added it in. Well, me you can... personally, you guys know that I'm kind of a completionist yeah. to an extent. Um so I wasn't actually a huge fan of finding everything in this game. There were collectibles. Hmm. I noticed that. Like I a lot of collectibles. Didn't care. I, I don't think I, I found a single one about the collectibles in this game. I was more focused on the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the game is it's incredibly linear. Yeah, I was going to say it's really linear. Basically, there's only there's usually two ways to do things. Kill everyone or sneak by them. Yeah. And that's it. And There's why would you sneak? It's more fun to just take everybody out. Some sections you have to. Well, yeah, that's true. I said, yeah, there's a there's a major issue in the game, and we all experience this, is that the AI in the game is <laughs> terrible. It, it's horrendous. It is so bad. It you feels walk in like, front of somebody, and they're like, what is that? Who is this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I walked in front of a guy. He turns around after seeing me and goes, who's there? <laughs> It was like, it's worse than PS2 level it's AI. It's really bad. And it's sad because that is a, that's actually, I'd say a major aspect of the game is sneaking around and trying not to get killed because you can't get one-shotted. Yeah. That's yeah. actually, you actually, you get one-shotted. That's yeah. it. You can't take multiple hits. Yeah. A lot of arrow games, game. if you notice, like, like, I know this is not really a good comparison, but Hello Neighbor. Wait, what? Well, no, no. Get- okay, so it has AI that learns that kind of thing. Huh. Oh, okay. Like they learn from whatever the person's doing. So if they went that route and they actually had like smart AI in the game, it would be a lot harder than it is. I think it would be more interesting that way. I don't think they could make it learn because that'd be a little difficult. But at least Oh yeah, definitely. I don't know. I feel like it's smarter m- AI. It's just yeah. they just smarter, need smarter AI. They're so dumb. Mm-hmm. I could see the knights with the helmets with the little slats. Yeah. Like it's hard to see out of those, but yeah. the guys w- that are just like they no don't have any helmet, helmet at yeah. all. They they're just stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sneak. Yeah, but you were saying sneaking around. You can either do it two ways: sneaking around or just killing everyone. Mm-hmm. About halfway through the game, I stopped sneaking around and I just killed everyone. Well, Pretty much. It, it gets to a point where waves of enemies are running at you and you're killing them all with a slingshot. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. kind of weird. It is kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, after chapter fourteen is where. The gameplay takes a turn for the worst. The story is the most interesting at, at that point. That's what I was going to say. But the gameplay is just not fun after that. Well, just that one section. I think we all had issues with it, but I'm not going to spoil anything, but right before the final boss fight, the guys oh, yeah. are flooding out of the building, and you got to try to take them all oh, out. Oh, yeah. It's, that was the worst part. I was actually raging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I was getting mad. There were so many guys, and your friends weren't helping. You're yeah, just, no. You were the only one doing it. Yeah. I'd say that, like, you were saying that the story takes a lot of, or that's where, like, the story is, like, most intriguing. For me, it's like a slope. The start of the game, the first couple chapters, I was extremely intrigued, really interesting, and I was, like, really involved in trying to figure out, like, what these characters, like, all the, like, you know, trying to figure out the characters. Then it kind of took a slope, and, like, I kind of, like, lost myself in, like, the middle part of the game, and then around, yeah, chapter 14 is when it got, like, extremely interesting. Mm-hmm. But the gameplay aspect of the game really dropped off at that mm-hmm. point. One thing that I just thought of that kind of 
shows how confused they were about the genre is that a lot of the, the fights and boss fights and also the uh, just general gameplay, sometimes you have to die in order to figure out what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Which takes you out of the story, and True. the story is the main part of the game. Right. So it's like purposely immersion-breaking to make it more difficult on you. Like the, the cart push part, I'm not going to say what's going on there, but did you have trouble with that part? Um, library? No, the cart pushing part, where they... they uh you're pushing the car, and then you have to try to kill the people that are coming down the stairs. And they're, the archers are shooting at you um, towards the end of the game, like oh, final chapter. I oh, think. yeah, 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 yeah. And they just keep coming at you wave after wave. Yeah, I, I didn't have any issues. I went through that without dying. I died a I couple died times. Like three or four times on that part. Mm-hmm. Then the final boss, they don't tell you anything, so you have to die three or four times at least before yeah. you figure it's out what's going way on. way more than that. that we, we all oh, died. I died more than ten times on that boss. But the issue is, is that there are only three boss fights in the game. And it's strange because it's not that type of game. And they threw in the boss fights. Like, maybe if there was more, it would be slightly more believable. But it's just kind of, like, weird. Yeah. It's like, if there is another game, what I'm hoping for is that they take their genre, or genre, and they change it to one specific one. Like, yeah. go for a storytelling or if you really wanted to, they could go Dark Souls. Level. I would prefer linear storytelling. Yeah, because exactly. the story yeah. is really good. I'd say. I I would not want them to go more gameplay focused. Yeah. Well, the problem is, is that your weapon of choice is a sling. That's why. Yeah. That's why the first boss fight, I was actually getting mad because there it was so clunky. Like the game isn't made for that for that kind of those mechanics, and it's just it just felt so odd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Immediately after that first boss fight. That was the first time you actually kill someone. Amicia was like, oh no, what have I done? And then you go in the church and she's like, forgive me for killing him. And and then all of a sudden she's going and killing dozens of soldiers. I know I know that there's an argument where their experience changed them, but it's so fast and so abrupt. Well, yeah. To the point where you can literally kill innocent soldiers. Or not innocent, but they're laying on the ground and you can just feed them to the rats. Here's Okay, so I had some time to think about it. I watched some cutscenes this, cut this morning and I, I'd have to, like, I'd have to disagree because... Watching the cutscene, there is a lot of time where you actually see her regret what she did. And you even see Hugo question her. Even in the dialogue of walking around, you hear them talking about it. Huh. And I think that that's kind of like what the point of the game, not the point of the game, but that's a huge part of the story is that it's called Plague, Tales, Pla- uh, Plague Tale Innocence. They're, this tragedy happened and that they're innocent kids, but they're forced to do these things. Like, it's almost like you see their innocence slowly fade away from them. Mm-hmm. And you do see, like, a ton of remorse, but you're right it about was abrupt. later. I wouldn't, I'd have to argue with you, because huh. there is a long period of time where you actually see her having remorse. And you see Hugo even questioning her, like, is this even my sister? True. But you can also have the option to kill soldiers a lot after that. That's, late, that's like, chapter 15 or 16. Like as soon as you get it, get later. access to the slingshot to get it to fight normal enemies, yeah, then it just really goes to that point. Yeah, would have been a cool idea if they made the game in a way that you can play however you wanted instead of pacifist. Yeah, you can literally go through the game without killing a single person. That would be interesting, actually. Maybe different endings. Yeah. Ooh. One thing I did think of um, when there's a part where you see wounded soldiers laying on the ground. And you yeah. have the choice to break the lantern and let the rats go and eat them. And Amicia says, oh, you got what you deserved. And the other kid with her, Lucas, is like, Amicia, why? Or yeah. something. You can save them. 
You can save them? How? Yeah, if you go up to them, you can save them. But the problem that. is that that doesn't affect your story, does it? That's what it I mean. Doesn't. Like that, I felt like there should have been some other scene or something. I really should have been, because it ends all the same way, no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Like, you can kill the soldier or leave him alone. Nothing changes. See, that's the thing. That would make it a lot more interesting. If there was a way to play the game pacifist, then it's almost like you could see the outcome. Like, maybe they do keep their innocence through all this. But yeah, maybe kind of just do whatever you want. Maybe the ending of the story is different. Yeah. Maybe that would be a different boss fight or something different like that. But I think they wanted to set it up for another game, which they already somewhat confirmed it. Did they? Yeah. So mm. the end of the game, there's a point where the characters are walking towards a ship. Final scene of the game. Mm. Um, then on their developers, I think Twitter or something, they posted a picture of that ship. Hmm. Like as like a hint to something. Hmm. What do you guys think about the ending? They left things open-ended, which I can't really talk about some of them, or else it'll be spoilers. Right. Um, but they did leave some things unexplained, which I hope they explain in the next game. Yeah. I did like did the you, ending, though. I did, did like you like it. it? I did like the ending, yes. I like the ending. Yeah, I actually enjoyed the ending. I, I thought it, it was pretty fitting. Yeah, and you're right. They did They did leave some things open. So if they are going to make a new game... Which I kind of hope they do. Yeah, they need to figure out their genre. Yeah, like, seriously, they need to stick to a story, uh, a linear story, and I'd say really work on the puzzle. Yes. Because mm-hmm. if there are going to be puzzles in the game, it kind of needs to be something that you're satisfied completing, you know? Yeah. Can't just be like these basic things, but I'd say that like there is uh, combat in the game, and I think that's really cool how they did the whole like alchemy thing. Mm-hmm. So if they bring that back and maybe even like expand upon it. And the way the rats avoid the light. Mm-hmm. So you have to shine the light in certain areas to walk through without getting eaten by the rats. Yeah. Or you can take the light off the soldiers and have the rats eat them. Yeah, like for instance, sometimes there'll be like a soldier with a with a lantern and you'll you'll put a rock in your sling and basically break his lantern and the rats will like eat him up. Yeah, which is really cool. I really enjoyed that. Or sometimes there'll be like a like a, for instance like someone hanging from a tree, you'll cut like a dead person. You'll cut the rope with your sling. And then all the rats will start eating that body so you, you can, can get through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or so. there's one part where you take a pig, you feed a live pig oh, to the rats yeah. so you can get away. Yeah. Oh, and Hugo is yeah, so sad. Good. The, the little kid is really cute. He is really cute. <laughs> I like his, his voice actor. I don't mm-hmm. know if it was an older voice actor or if it's it was a, a little kid. It's a little kid. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird. That didn't sound like that was you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he was he did a really good job. Mm-hmm. You, you take uh, kid or child actors from other movies and stuff mm-hmm. and... Usually they're pretty bad actors. Yeah. I, yeah, I think he did really good. I like but almost every voice actor in the game was really good. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I liked Amicia. Lucas was debatable. I like I like Lucas. Yeah, he I, was, I, he I liked him. He was more of like, a, this is, like a, a scholarly kid, so he kind of, it kind of fit him. Yeah, I guess the voice, the robotic monotone kind of thing fit his well, character. Well, this is what I'll say. I like Amicia, I like Hugo, I like Lucas. The rest of the characters, I could care less about. Yeah, the yes. two twins and then the one blacksmith kid. Yeah. They, I didn't like I them. didn't really care for them at all. The twins were just annoying. Always, they were, always actually, bickering. Yeah. Yeah. Like, their game never gave you any reason to like them. They were undeveloped. Yeah. Underdeveloped, yeah. They kind of developed Roderick, the blacksmith, a little bit. Slightly. But they didn't have right a Right towards the end of the game. They introduced him too late, I, th- I feel. Mm, yeah. Not necessarily. I think so, because there actually was a lot there, like things with his father and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they didn't have enough time or they didn't put enough focus on him. Like, well, maybe first of all, could... after, like, you know, chapter 14, mm-hmm. 
the the three months or whatever was it three months yeah one Th- month uh, no, no, one no, no. month uh, d- yep. December to January yeah that's a whole month that the game didn't give you so I mean it's yeah that was I don't know that you know what I would have liked the like their their hideout place if they spent more time showing that area like you were saying that one month if they showed more time of them I think one of the problems was is that it cut from December to January and then you kind of see how they communicate with each other, it changes. Like, they're more friendly with each other. They know each other more. They're not, like, so much, like, awkward or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like if they showed parts of that where they actually started becoming really good friends, then I would have cared for them a little more. Yeah. So in, in Red Dead 2, your main base of operations is your camp, mm-hmm. which all the main characters of the game are at. And you can walk around the camp at nighttime or whenever you want, and the characters will be talking to each other. But they do something different every night. Yeah, mm. and you could talk to them. And slowly over the course of the game, you get to know the characters more and you kind of develop like a sense of who they are and you even develop like a relationship with them in game too. But it feels lively mm. though. Like that's what's cool about it. It is, yeah. So it would have been kind of cool if they did a similar aspect that where you could walk cool. around the hub, the castle area, mm-hmm. and just talk to them and see what they're doing, which they somewhat had that, but not to the extent Red Dead did. That's what we were saying. It's extremely linear. linear. There was yeah. some... Some sort of like openness to at least the characters. Though. Yeah, mm-hmm. it would have made you cared for them more. But yeah, I actually have to re- play Red Dead. It's a really at good some game. point. And we got to do a podcast on it. Yeah, I just have a, a lot of games to play. So, mm-hmm. but once that, that was a long game too. I yeah, think it took me fifty hours to beat it. It's fifty. That's not even, it's fifty for like if you want to like nonchalantly beat. Wait, the campaign. Chug, what was the completionist? How many hours? Like five, five hundred something. Oh my, that's crazy. Five hundred. It might be like four or five hundred for a completionist to complete crazy. complete it hundred percent. Not counting wow. Red Dead Online. That. Not counting Red Dead Online, which is what even is Red Dead Online? Like, it's like note. GTA Online, but Cowboys. Mm, it's a lot different. Do people play it though? They do. It's it's super grindy, like super grindy. So is GTA mm. Online though? I know, but well, they give out like <laughs> super grindy. Million, I, I can't like, really well, explain like, that's after the game has been out for seven years. Oh, they're milking that game. <laughs> they're, they need to release another game. On the PlayStation stream, the first game they showed was a seven-year-old game. Yeah, I know. Like, something new, please. At least do something with Red Dead, because it's the newest title. Yeah. What is it? PS3, PS4, and PS5. Yeah. Yeah. GTA 5. People are kind of sick of it. Yeah. Except for the online crowd. Well, the online's still fun. It's just that we want something new. Like, we don't want all the... Updates are great, but we want a new game. Yeah. Yeah, now it's like... You go to space and have spaceships. And I, don't, I don't even know what's going on. Is there really space? There like, are space guns, and there's not actual outer space. They haven't added any new maps, but they've added tons of stuff, like spaceship-level vehicles and stuff like that. Like the flying bike things. Yeah. Huh. Flying cars, alien miniguns. Yeah, they need to release a new game. But anyway, what were we on? Uh, yeah, character development. So I think that the three main character like yeah lucas is a main character i like lucas they are the three main characters like the core characters i like yeah i actually Mm -hmm. cared about but the rest of them i could honestly care less yeah pretty much i mean Mm. and they don't do anything to develop them that much either yeah i mean they do with them for a while but you a little bit of dialogue you don't learn anything about them like i mean you learn you don't really learn about the small things like that's like gameplay dialogue or like sometimes if you're like doing a puzzle you hear them like converse with each other or they'll be fighting or something yeah and that's all you really get to know about them Mm -hmm. and especially Roderick he was one of the later scenes in the game yeah that's what I was saying he wasn't developed enough if they if they introduced him earlier I feel like I actually could see myself caring about him 
Especially that one, that the male twin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't like him at all. Well, he was gone for chapters of the game because he got, like, captured. I guess he, yeah, I guess he was captured for a while, but you never see how he gets, how was, he breaks out. I feel like if they made the game longer and they focused more on the characters, it would yeah. have been a little bit better. Yeah. It was mainly Hugo and Amicia, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Which there was one part that you mentioned it last night. I don't want to say it exactly for, because of spoilers, but oh. where she hugs Hugo and they kind of just like throw out. I actually, I actually, well, I actually, I actually looked it up and it's like, that was a threshold, but I, it, they don't explain. So did he go back to the previous threshold when she hugged him? The threshold was holding back from doing something. And then when he did that, he broke the threshold and he was able to survive and gain more control or something. They didn't, didn't explain it though. That's what I'm saying. We were lost at that point. Mm -hmm. They need to, they needed to kind of like tell us what's going on. That's why like with the whole Prima Macula, like it's very vague, but it's extremely interesting. That's why they need to explain these things more. Yeah. The game leaves you wanting to know more about it. Yeah. But it doesn't tell you enough. It's almost like it's, it's very deep and very intriguing, but they only show you surface level stuff. Mm -hmm. And even after the end of the game, they don't explain anything else. Right. Well, it's kind of like a prologue, but it's like... It is, wait, it is a up. prologue, yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah. And they kind of set up for the next game a little bit, but they don't explain any anything from the game at all. Yeah. Like, I don't get the part where... Um, I mean, it's not really a spoiler or anything, but it's like you want to go to the, the party or whatever, and then they do oh, the circus. Oh, or yeah. the circus. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. I think it was because they were both well-known. Mm-hmm. And they might have been being hunted by people. Yeah, oh, that's, he said that. Okay, they're being yeah tracked down or that's something. That's why they're like, that. like leaving the area or something. They're, yeah, I guess they're on the run or something. Yeah, I don't sense. quite understand why because I don't know either. I thought they I thought they won, but yeah. Well, actually, well, basically, throughout the whole game, you're running away from the Inquisition and also random villagers too. Yeah, random. Are you? Yeah, very beginning of the game, the villagers are trying to kill oh, you. Oh, that's right. Yeah, part part partially because you killed the boss guy that happens the end of the village part though yeah true actually that that brings up something i really like how when you're in the village so basically amicia and hugo are kind of royalty like not really royalty but they're like a duke or something something like that they're like born into somewhat of a rich nobleman yeah yeah and so when you're in the when you're in the city areas of the game the basically you see all the destruction of the plague and it's like people are sick, people are dying, especially later on in the game. You, you'll see people in the waters, like dead bodies in the waters, which is actually, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's something that they actually did during the bubonic plague. Yeah. So like you'll see all these dead bodies in the water and people like literally dying in the streets. Mm-hmm. It's just, that's, that's something that's really cool. I think they captured it really well. They did. Also, that also reminded me of something kind of like one scene before she's royalty almost. And she's in living in a giant mansion of a house. Everything's perfect, yet the city was dying, and they didn't even know it. Yeah. Hmm. And it was obvious that was going on for a long time. Yeah. And she was just sheltered from all of that destruction and stuff. But what about hmm. the part where you're walking in that farm, and there's the thousands of dead animals everywhere? Oh, yeah. Oh, the pigs. All pigs. Yeah, and, and there was, like, blood everywhere. It was, like... The game does get pretty gory. It does. Yeah. Not necessarily in the kills you do, though. No. It's only about, or only really the scenery around right. you. The bodies on the ground, and the rats will just eat a person whole. Yeah. What I do like is actually, um, like, later in the game, especially, when you're playing, like, a character, 
and you're you see these like half-eaten bodies or dead bodies all around you'll hear them like say something and they're such young characters that they're actually genuinely disturbed by it yeah she'll say don't look hugo yeah and then they'll walk over a bunch of dead bodies yeah but it's like that's the thing it's i like you mentioned they're sheltered like you're following the story of these sheltered like slightly like royalty and they're just they're losing their innocence basically like seeing all this tragedy and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. which i thought it was a really cool aspect of the game yeah and i think they pulled it off really well also the beginning uh probably second scene when you're running through the village that was an intense scene that was and i really liked it oh yeah well that was towards the beginning right yeah where you first go to the village and see all the the people dying from the plague. yeah that was you're sprinting through the streets as the villagers are trying to chase you and kill you. And you're going through houses and stuff, and the music was intense. Yeah. And that was one example of the gameplay perfectly matching up with... The genre. The story. Yeah, yeah. and the genre. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I can't say the same for the rest of the game, especially with the boss fights. Yeah. Yeah, the boss fights were weird. See, it's it, it's weird. Like, it sounds like we're, like, bashing the game, but I actually did enjoy the game. I did, too. Like, yeah. I, I, like, I really like the game. I think the story is, like, really great. It's just that there's some aspects that were kind of, like, odd and out of place. Mm-hmm. And I kind of hope that they fix it if they do another game. Yeah. Yes. And I'm, that would make it really good. Focus just, more on one genre. Yeah. I'm just curious as where they can take the story now. Yeah. I mean, the villain was kind of the generic, I'm going to take over the world villain. Yeah. Was really he wasn't anything special. How about um Lord Nikolai? He was pretty He's, cool. He was I, cool. He, the thing is, like, he was so interesting when you first, like, see him. And he was actually scary. But, like... It's almost like later on in the game, or they kind of like didn't really show him too much. He yeah. wasn't the main villain, but he, he should have been really. He really sh- actually, yeah, because he, he started all of the the stuff that pre- uh, precipitated the story. Really, he was more interesting than the main villain. Yeah. Way more interesting, yeah. Yeah, he was mysterious. You didn't see his face at all. Yeah, I feel like they kind of like tossed him away in a way. Like, they kind of did, kind of, somewhere. yeah, with a lame boss fight. Yeah, although th- I'd say that's probably my favorite out of all of them. It was the best. Still, wasn't great. I just don't understand why they did that. It's kind of kind of weird. But. Yeah. Every single boss fight usually entails someone walking towards you slowly. Like, yeah. Like literally just crawling towards you. <laughs> and you have to go, oh, let me throw my rock at them and hit them while they're just walking towards me. It's like they slowed down the movement of the boss fights like 50%. It's like yeah, they so had normal weird. movement, but they just couldn't get past it. So like, you know what? Let's just cut the movement yeah. of this guy. So it sounds like we're bashing the game, but I think we all can agree that we, we really did enjoy the game. Mm-hmm. Yes. The story's really interesting and intriguing. I'll say this. The one problem that we had with the game, or it's not a problem actually. We the got price. we all got it on sale. Yeah, the price. It's what what is it? Forty five? Forty five base. Forty five base dollars. I can't say that I would buy it for forty five dollars. No, I wouldn't either. I, I would say twenty dollars is pushing it. Fifteen dollars is a perfect price. We got it for yeah. fifteen. Yeah. This See, is the kind of game that I feel like should have been offered by for twenty dollars by default. Yeah. Not forty five. It's it's see, definitely not AAA. Yeah, it's not even halfway up to a level of a AAA game. Well, it's right. around ten hours of gameplay in total. It's if it's if shorter. You, yeah, if you it's don't short. really go for the collectibles, it's about mm-hmm. nine to ten hours. Mm-hmm. So I feel like fifteen twenty dollars is a perfect price for it. Fifteen. I, yeah, I don't know fi- if I'd pay twenty. I'd pay twenty. Would you? I would pay twenty for the for the story. Mm-hmm. Only for the story. Yeah. Exactly. That's like the saving grace of this game is the story. A lot of the gameplay is fun, but I wouldn't buy it just for the gameplay. Right. Like, you need that story to kind of prop it up. And yeah. it's one of those games, I you guys know that I like to redo games after yeah. I complete it. 
that was the type of game that I play once wanna... and I'm done. I'm done with it. I think so. it's, I think it's mostly because you experience the story for what it is, and then you kind of just yeah, kind of just move on. But I mean, afterwards you might watch some videos trying to explain yeah some of the unexplained well, you stuff. You don't play it again. I mean, I wouldn't play it again. I wouldn't no. play it again. I wouldn't either. That's why we would say it's probably fifteen or twenty dollars worth. Yeah. So it's not so much of a review, but we can all agree that it's not really, in our opinion, not worth forty five dollars. It's not worth yeah. full price. Get it on sale. Yeah. I mean, whereas a game like The Last of Us would be easily oh, sixty dollars yeah. for oh, that yeah. game. Yeah. But you get The Last of Us vibes from A Plague Tale, but it's nowhere near that quality. Yeah. Well, you don't go through crossing the United States like in Last of Us. Like you, you, you go do through, travel around a little bit. Not as much. I mean, there's just I don't know. It's 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 a good game. Start. I mean, it, is it good. does good for what it has. I guess you could mm-hmm. say. Just don't expect any Last of Us quality. Yeah. So if you go in with that mindset and you also paid a pretty cheap price for it, I think you'll enjoy the game. If you guys haven't checked out our Discord server, it's listed on our website at cubogaming.com. Thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you in the next episode.